<laughs> well, Tyler, on a more positive note, we get our golf shoes tomorrow. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I packed my golf shoes on the trip. Total waste of space. You didn't use them? I used them, but it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> we used them one time. Oh, I brought you a present. It's downstairs. I'll grab it later. What uh, is it? It's my scorecard. Oh, my so that God. When I finally beat you this year, you can see where I came from. <laughs> You're, so you're you took ten steps back over the winter. Oh God, dude! <laughs> I probably took seven steps back. So you know how bad I was that very first round last year. Uh, where was that again? Uh, in Perm, we shot the video. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had never seen you golf before. Yeah. You were like, "Hey, you guys, I'm not. You know, I'm not that good." We're like, "Okay, you know, just tee off, whatever." Yeah. And it was fucking bad. Yeah, it was pretty close. <laughs> So my driving was the same. I couldn't fucking hit a drive more than a hundred yards. Even if you teed it up super high? I teed it up as high as I could. What so there's alright, alright, are we going, Cody? We're rolling. Yeah, we're okay. rolling. They piped that the wrong fucking way. I'll call the clubhouse, we'll book in another 18 for tomorrow. So. Okay, they cheated on that, they fluffed their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> Okay, so hey everyone, I'm back from Nashville. Sorry I delayed the podcast two days. It's not Cody's fault. Please don't yell at him. Um, anyway. Um, nice we, hat, by the way. Oh, thank you. You too. <laughs> um, I went to Bass Pro Shops once. Got seven hats. Well, because when you go to Nashville, you have to go to the Bass Pro Shop and get a souvenir. Oh, we'll, we'll get to okay, Bass sorry. Pro Shops. Uh, first round of the year, Tyler, for you. Yes, first round of the year, had it in a gorgeous Lynx course called Gaylord Springs in Nashville, Tennessee, okay. right next to the Opry. Oh, really? Which is dope. And it was in this river valley. So there's the river winding around all sides, but it was this giant valley, right? Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't greened up yet, but I bet you when it's green, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous. It was already pretty, but it was all brown like your hat. Yep. Um, except for the greens were spray painted green. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just like aggressive, though. Like it was like <laughs> putting on field turf. Okay. <laughs> because the the paint was sticky. Like I had a ball, like I chipped onto the green and there was a green spot on my ball, like from the paint okay. and not the crest. <laughs> um, so first tee box, this is a swanky ass course. Okay. Like How in, much per round, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I don't remember. I'm thinking it was like 200, 250 bucks a person. <laughs> what? Yeah. Does it is it one of those courses that has the GPS in the cart? Yep. Yeah. GPS. I would hope so for two hundred fifty bucks around. Okay. That's it, dope, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember for sure. Don't quote me. Okay. Like when people go and look it up, and it's fifteen bucks for eighteen holes. So <laughs> fucking relax. Okay. That's like, yeah. You know, Tyler didn't pay for the round. Um, I did. I, I, Miles was like, "Get us a tea time." I was like, "What's the most expensive?" Hell course yeah. In that <laughs> it was it though. Um, there's a couple. Of, it's the most expensive uh, public course. Okay. So we get there and it's like this big southern college looking style clubhouse that I'm not kidding was the size of Fargo's City Hall. Holy smokes. Like, like not as tall. Yeah. But the lay is huge. Square footage wise. Yep. And it had like the giant white pillars, you know, and like a ballroom and a restaurant. And Damn. So we get there, whatever. We rent clubs and they go and put the clubs out on the cart for you and stuff. And then we get out there. I had the most, the weirdest golf fit I've ever had on in my life. Well, there's your your issue. You had to rent clubs. That can't not, be the easiest thing in the world. No, but that's so. It's it's on me because I played good besides my drives. Okay. Um, took a little bit to get the irons going, but we had this random old dude paired with us because there was it was me, Jake, and Miles, and so they put you in a group of four. 
Yeah, they, uh, he was solo, so they just threw him in with us. Oh, God. Yeah. I would I just, hate that. Can I just say real quick, I hate when that happens. Especially he if was, you're paying that kind of money, I am not getting a fourth random. Yeah. Well, he, no he, he played with us for one hole. <laughs> oh, no shit. And then he, did he just like scoot off ahead of you? Uh, yeah, he didn't okay. even finish hole one. He left his ball in the middle of the fairway. No way. And then just left? Yeah, and he just went and golfed with the group in front of us. No way. <laughs> and they only golf nine. This dude was an old crazy bastard, right? Yeah. Really nice. Like yeah. just in his own, on his own planet. So we, we finished. He quits hole one, leaves his ball. I pick up his ball because, you know, I'm going to need extras. Um, <laughs> you picked his ball. What kind of ball is he shooting? His Pro V1. Hell yeah. That's uh, what I'm talking about. So the group that he decided to golf with leaves after nine. So he's sitting at 10 and he comes up to us. He's like, you mind if I golf with you the rest of the day? No, and we're you like, left us, you, you prick. You didn't remember that he golfed with us already. Oh my god, he's senile. He was old and crazy, oh and he's my like, god. he's like, it took him like halfway through hole ten to be like, hey, didn't I already golf with you guys? We're like, yes, dude. Yeah, I'm, I lost your ball. On your hole your <laughs> name. We know your name. Like, I don't remember it, but we yeah. we introduced ourselves. And then he fucking did it again. He left? On hole 11. <laughs> he, he just went ahead two holes. Did you grab his ball again? Yes. Pro V1? No, that time it was a Callaway. Okay. Um, I don't was, remember his name, but you remember the balls that you stole. Yeah, because uh, I'm getting to that story, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you rent a you rent ba- uh, set of clubs, right? And they give you one sleeve of balls. Okay. And I had already brought a sleeve of balls from home because I just was packing and found a random sleeve of TaylorMade's. So yep. I threw that in my bag. And then I bought a third sleeve just to be safe, thinking that nine balls would get me through the 18 holes. Ooh, that's, that's risky, Tyler. Because last, <laughs> last year, I had two rounds of the year where I played with one ball. Yeah. And I was like, okay, nine will be enough, right? Yep. Uh-oh. No. Oh, no. I was out of balls by hole six, Ryan. No way. Jake and I, Miles played pretty good. I mean, better than Jake and I. He didn't play good. Okay. But Jake <laughs> and I were at this swanky-ass golf course, and we were in the woods looking for more balls, like the video that we shot. Yep. We were legitimately digging through the leaves and digging <laughs> through the dirt, trying to find any ball we could. And the, I'm I'm sure the course is pretty fresh. Like, it had just opened up within the last couple months. I don't know what the... Uh, I don't think they close. Oh, they don't? Yeah, I oh, think damn. they... Because it doesn't get cold enough there to, like, cover the greens or anything. Okay. Um, and they might get snow one time a year. So these balls you're finding are probably pretty fresh. A lot of them, we were digging deep. So <laughs> you had a shovel and everything. <laughs> it's weird because this this course, I think the people that golf it are a lot more high class than I'm used to. If they shot, shoot a bad shot, they don't even look for that ball. Yeah. So there was a lot of nice balls just sitting in fairways where it couldn't have been any groups around us. So we picked a lot of those up. But then we were in the woods just scrounging for balls. Like I played... The one ball I kept for the most of the day was like an orange Callaway that looked brown okay. <laughs> because it had been in the woods yeah. for so long. The dirt had like stained it. Yep. Mother nature ran its course. Yeah. But the problem was, is there was a river on the left side of me because the go the it's the link style. So it's just long hole, long hole, long hole with the river all to the left. Okay. And you know how terrible my hook is. Oh God. Yeah. Cause there's 50 yards of woods before the river. Okay. So I was hitting so many goddamn balls into the woods, dude. It was bad. So at what point are you like, all right, maybe I shouldn't be teeing off with my driver. Maybe I should grab like a four iron or I, a five iron. I switched to, um, God, what was it? 
Probably, I think they gave us a four wood. Okay. <laughs> uh, I used that. Didn't help. Um, so then I started, I couldn't, didn't hit my irons for the first nine. I hit my irons bad, but I putted really well. Yep. And I chipped unbelievably. Well, and that's just how every round goes for guys like you and I, Tyler. It's like two parts of the game are going to be off. Two parts are going to be on. One is going to be on. Three are going to be off. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was tough, dude. Uh, and then finally, like I just got pissed off. At like hole 16 and I hit my second drive of that hole and I had no clue as soon as it came off the club I had no idea where it was and I was like whatever this is stupid and then so we Miles was like I think that was a good drive and I was like I don't know where it went he's like me either I don't I, I just like I think it was good though it sounded good yeah uh and then I go look for my first ball can't find it and then I just give up I'm like I'm gonna go drop by you Miles uh, we're driving, and there's the ball in the middle of the fairway. The orange one? Like two, uh, no, it was a okay. white one. It was in the middle of the fairway, like 285. Damn. Like smack dab in the skinniest part of the fairway, right in the middle. I was like, no. Jeez. that's Somebody left that there. That's not mine. Walk up to it. It was my ball. So I hit one good drive. Hey, that's the shot that brings you back. Yeah. Um, I would go back for sure, especially when it's green, just to see that course. Yep. Um, it was a really cool course. It was a really fun day. I got super sunburnt. Yeah. Um, I got the, the golfy. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude. Were you wearing shorts? Yes. You got a little sock tan, too? Uh, probably. I haven't really paid attention. But my arms, they didn't start peeling for some reason until like six days after we golfed. Oh, that happens to me, too. But I looked like a leper. Do, really? Are you one of those guys where it's like I need the first good burn of the year just to kind of level Just kind of get that base layer. <laughs> yeah. I, I usually don't peel, though. So like I'll burn and it'll get red and it'll hurt like any normal dude. But then it'll turn tan after like three or four days. And I usually don't peel. Sure. So I didn't know what to do with that. I was like, oh, do I have skin cancer? Like what's going on here? <laughs> you just have, wow. uh, you just have like multiple layers of burnt skin piling up on top of each other. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Cause in Nashville, the weather is so weird. Like uh, looking ahead, it said that it was going to rain the whole time we get there and it's 75 and gorgeous with no wind. Yep. And then it would turn in 15 minutes. Like all of a sudden it'd be shitty and raining. But most of the days I was wearing t-shirts and I think the reason I peeled and didn't tan is because I just burnt myself every day. Yep. I didn't wear sunscreen once because I'm tougher than the sun. But yeah. <laughs> um, you want to know what my score was? I do, yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's hear Through some 18 guesses. holes. Through 18 holes. Cody, you go first. 18 holes, what was Tyler's score? I'm going to say through 18 holes, you were 36 over. So, <laughs> so like 106? Yes. I was going to say 114. <laughs> oh, God. It's worse. It's worse. 131. Really? 130. Oh, no way. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. Oh, no. There's a lot of fucking water on the course, okay? A lot of water. I'll be honest. I probably shot like 18 or 19 over on my first round. Yeah. Which isn't great by any means. On nine? Yeah, on nine. <laughs> I mean, oh, I you remember. You were, no, you remember. You were saying 18. No, you're. Well, Cody, you were there at so Leonard Country. I didn't Leonard know what Country round you were talking about. Yeah, that was the first round of the year. So 18 over on nine, right? Had That's to have been. Very good. I so mean, you'd have been like 110 ish, right? Probably. Then on 18. Yeah. If you maintain. Because I did play way better the back nine. Back uh, nine golfer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's, there's the excuse right there. Uh, there you go. It was more like a back. Well, by 18, we were all tired and ready to give up. So yeah. 18 was tough for all Did of us. Did you hang out in the clubhouse afterwards? No. 
you didn't want to enjoy the nice college, southern college I felt campus. Out of place, dude. Really? Yeah. I was gonna ask you that. How much did it? How much did it cost to rent a set of clubs? Uh, fifty-eight dollars. Holy shit, that's like uh more than a round cost, uh-huh. round in a cart. Yep. Holy smokes. My, I was like, rent us some clubs because he went to California or whatever and rented clubs. It was thirty dollars a day. Yep. And I told him it was like sixty bucks to rent clubs. He was pissed. I was like, that was our only option. He was, <laughs> he he wasn't pissed about paying two hundred and fifty dollars for a round, but he was pissed about sixty dollars for rentals. Yeah, they were nice ass clubs. They were all brand new tailor, uh, a year old tailor mades. Oh, oh no shit. Yep. Do you know um, what they were? No. Um, it was whatever driver you have, except it was red, and okay. last year's model. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Nice. So That's nice uh, clubs. I'm thinking there's like you know, five or six year used clubs that are like, don't have any sort of color to them at all anymore. Like a dull gray, you know, yeah. the dull gray cult clubs that you see. Like the uh, ones I use. Like the one- <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That's what, that's what I yeah. was thinking. No, they were super shiny and, and like very new looking. They didn't clean the clubs for us though. So we got dirty clubs, but that's w- whatever up. for $60. Like you think you can put them through the fucking car wash or something? Well, I think you would have had to pay another 60 for them to clean them. Probably. Just uh, put them in the bed of the truck, drive through the car wash. Yeah. So at that time, at that point, you're a couple grand in after cleaning the club. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> a couple grand. <laughs> Dude, but we made our money back in tees. So there was a real douchey group in front of us of just college guys. Yeah. And one guy must have been golfing with daddy's money because I, I'm not kidding. I brought the tees with me. Um, I have 11 really nice, super long plastic tees. Ooh. The guy just left them on every hole. No way. Yep. The only holes I didn't get them on were par threes. That is something that I've never really... I've never considered unless I break habit of unless I break the tea, I'm picking it up. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're using a high quality tea like me, those martini teas. <laughs> oh god! I, honestly, though, they're like the same level of the martini teas. They were nice ass teas, and I picked up every single one. Yeah. Um, and I, I got some balls. I saved some of the balls as souvenirs. Like my grandpa collects balls with logos, so I, every ball with a logo I just didn't use because I knew I'd eventually lose it, so yeah. I could give it to grandpa. Um. But yeah, I, I left with some souvenirs. I my the present I got for you is my scorecard. So like, I'll I'll put that. I'll in. put that in my office. Okay, I'll get it a little tack. Uh, take what do you what do you call that board in your office? A tack board. It's take, a, I call it a cork board. Cork board. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll hang it on the cork board. Um, I mean honestly, Tyler, I'm not that far ahead of you at this point. Um, you want to know Miles shot? Yes, he shot one fifteen. Wow. As long as as long as I can be Miles, that's all that matters. Yep. That's yep. all that matters yep. at this point. By the way, uh, we got to get out on the course again, Cody. I know. Like, we got to schedule a team. Why time. did it get so cold I again? Know. I don't it, know. It was, there was snow on my car this morning when I started up, and yeah. it was 70 degrees on Monday. It was Monday. 70 degrees on Monday, and it was 31 on Tuesday. What Jesus. The? I hate it here. And it's windy as all hell. God. Absolutely terrible. Content uh, or not, I, I need to go golfing in the next two weeks. We're going to. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should even maybe look. Are you guys free for Easter weekend? Actually, or I'm going. Is that this I'm weekend? Be yeah, with my dad in Pine I City. I do have shit going on on Easter. Okay, 
but I don't have anything the other days. I'm Should going to a world-renowned nine-hole course this weekend. Pine <sighs> City? Pine City Country Club. Hey. Yeah. Hey, scout that shit out for us. See if there's anything new. Get ready to uh, pull the checkbook out, Cody. Oh, I'll be Empty able to... Empty the pockets. That's going <laughs> to yeah. be spendy, buddy. <laughs> yeah, the $20 rounds really <laughs> break the bank. Uh, you know, here's the thing, a beauty about the Pine City Country Club is I could definitely caddy for you guys if we ever end up going to a high-class tournament there because I well, know aren't we? every nook and cranny of that. Oh, yeah, we are, actually. We are. I'll be able to caddy. I'll be able to give you guys the specs. That's like, hey, you need to lay up through here. You need to jump this, like that kind of stuff. Speaking of caddy, Tyler, we need to we need to just focus in on the Pine to Palm again. We We kind of lost focus there for a couple weeks. Did you register? Uh, I haven't received an email back from them. We're gonna we're gonna register for the amateur tournament. Uh, We need somewhat of a chance to win. Um, Yeah, I just don't want to get. Well, I mean, it would be kind of funny if we got laughed out of the tournament. But so here's the it thing. would it would it, be funny even the professional portion of it not the amateur portion of it it's not like the professionals you're thinking of no it's really good high school golfers or ex college golfers yeah or like athletes like professional athletes that are just good at golf yeah and if we learned anything from Travis Fulton none of those guys are real professional level golfers yes 100 percent they're not even going to come close to PGA Tour style even the guy at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Yep. And I remember because like one, a kid from my high school won it. Okay. And he was a high school state champ. So yep. like he was a good ass golfer, but he's not a professional level golfer. So like, I'm just saying that you wouldn't be the, you wouldn't get last place on the pro side of it. Okay. Um, and, and it's match play. Okay. So all you need is one good round to beat somebody. Okay. And, uh, speaking of match play and just tournaments in general, Tyler, did you watch the greatest game ever played? Um, I'm going to be honest, guys. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> I watched it a long time ago. Okay. So, you know, you... I have seen the movie. Okay. Yes. But I started watching it last night and I was fucking exhausted from this trip. I fell asleep probably no more than 10 minutes into the That's movie. That's okay. Because um, I'm going to... I'll probably ask some questions that you already know. Okay. Um, and I'm not... You know, you know me in movies. I don't get too in-depth. I just yep. kind of see the surface level of everything going on. Um... I think we're gonna we're gonna dive into some greatest game ever played in the next segment. Yes. At the same time, um, we got some pretty good sponsorships rolling through. Uh, sponsorship yeah, inquiries for the Pine to Palm. So we got to get on that. We got to uh, we got to kind of run through some some sponsorship inquiries. See which direction we want to go, Tyler. And uh, I'm pumped. I'm oh. not shooting 115. I'm shooting 80, 82. I'm at Pine to Palm. I'm gonna need Woo. you to shoot 80. Let's let's make 80 the mark, huh? 72. Greatest game ever played. Today's yeah, the day to, to fucking break 73. I love it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to dive into the movie of the month, the greatest game ever played with one of the greatest actors of all time, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Cody just told a story about Old Town Road and Billy Ray, at a Billy Ray Cyrus concert. Um, I hung out with Mason Ramsey two separate days in Nashville. Lucky. He is an interesting child. <laughs> did he yodel? Yeah. He did. Um, what, what's it sound like in real person in real life? Puberty's fucking him up a little. Oh, really? really? Like he's little going. Crackling. He's going right through that awkward stage of puberty right now. Because what's he? Fourteen. Yep. Okay. He's he's a good kid, but he's he's an interesting dude. His favorite movie is Cars. Yep. Uh, I heard you talk about that. We did a ranch wrangler with him, and I never thought in a million years I would ever look over to my right and there would be Mason Ramsey, Walmart yodel boy, 
asking me for a dollar so he could play the claw machine. No way. No. <laughs> Did you give it to him? Yep. Hell yeah. No, he asked me for quarters, but I was like, I got a dollar. Oh, did he win? You got two rubber ducks. Oh, that's... We got so it on video. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it, that is electric. Can you replay this scene real quick in, uh, with his accent and everything? Um, he doesn't really have too much of a twang, southern twang accent. He's yeah. just got a little 14-year-old voice that sometimes cracks. Yep. Um, he, he can sing his ass off still. Like, he sang Elvis on You Betcha Radio. I heard that. That was good. Yeah, it was, it was really, really good. good. He can sing, but, like... When he tries to like do the long notes, his voice cracked. Okay. Um. So I think he's got to do quite a few takes. I think they're really like he has to do like vocal warm ups now and stuff. Yeah, yep. I was gonna say he talked about having to warm up his voice before singing. Now, um, he drinks a two liter of Dr Pepper every day. Oh, a two liter. <laughs> yeah, he loves Dr Pepper. Well, twenty three flavors. You know, you can't go wrong there. <laughs> you can't, dude. It's a different flavor every <laughs> <I know>. day. <laughs> um. Honestly, I hope the best for that kid. Uh, he he's just a good kid who got this hit in the with the spotlight so fast so quick. Yeah. Um. But it sounds like his grandma and his the the family that's raising him is like perfect for this situation because like they don't let him have social media and stuff like that. Um. It's all run through his like agent and his sure. manager and stuff. So like, I think he's good. I think he's gonna be see good things out of Mason Ramsey. Um. And he's also a, a wizard at the claw machine. So. That's crazy. Weird. Vakla. Like, <laughs> he did that in the video. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Miles brought it up and he's like, You ever watch Toy Story? And then Mason just looks at him. Vakla. <laughs> of course he's watched Toy Story. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Good times. Um, kind of reminds me of Shia LaBeouf, Child Stars. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf, Macaulay Culkin. Um, uh, AKA one of the greatest actors to ever. Macaulay grace. Culkin, huh? Yeah, potentially yes. one of the greatest. Uh, also, one of the greatest movies of all time on top of Happy Gilmore is Home, the Home Alone series. It's got to be. Um, this is a hot take for me. You don't like him? No, I do. Okay. <laughs> Home Alone 3 with the new kid. Without with Macaulay the race Culkin. car. Yeah. Best Home Alone. I don't know that I've seen That it. is a good one. Uh, I actually, that was one of the few movies that I actually owned for VHS. It's good, isn't it? Scarlett Johansson's in that movie. She's one of the robbers. Really? Yeah. I definitely haven't seen it. I have no it's, idea. It, it is good, about. Cody. You should like go watch an it. Early Scarlet. Okay. Interesting. Yep. I did not know that. Um, I like the villains, how the villains are portrayed a little bit more in that one than it's, they are. It's very serious. Yeah. It's like oh, a, yeah. a crazy military microchip in a race car that this kid gets from his grandma. Yeah. Seriously? Very dra- dramatized. Yep. Yep. Um, Back to the greatest game ever played, Tyler. Yes, it's right. Movie of the month time. You are leading this, my guy. You are leading. So I I went into it not knowing. I knew that Shia LaBeouf was in a mm-hmm. golf movie. Right away, I thought he was in The Legend of Beggar Vance. For some reason, I yeah. got those two movies mixed up. Um, but obviously, I was wrong. And I also thought he was just a caddy in the greatest game ever played before I watched it. Don't know why I thought that. We're just going to roll with it. Um, he ends up being the main character. Mm-hmm. Francis Huimet. Huimet. Um, it starts with an O, right? Like O-U-I-M-E-T? Yep. Yep. And Very this is also French. based on a true story, which I did not know until the very end. Really? Well, it says yeah. it right in the beginning of the movie, too. <laughs> I, says, I wasn't paying. I, I usually don't pay attention to like 10 minutes in. And I'm like, all right, I got to put the phone down. I got to start watching this movie. Um, so, yeah, for me, like it started out a little bit slow. Uh, but then it started to pick up when uh, I think right after the scene where his mom 
like puts in her scrapbook the newspaper clipping from when he wins the state championship. Yep. Right after that moment is kind of when shit starts to get serious. Okay. It's it's a really slow movie. It is until like until the last twenty start minutes. Real golf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple of just notes that I want to make. This is back in the early 1900s. I think this happened in like 1913. Something like that. The outfits that they wear are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like we're talking like, hey, are you getting married this weekend? Because you look like you're in a yeah. suit and tie right now. Yes. That's like a tux. Yeah. Gol- golf used to be like, it's like flying. Back in the day, it was an event. Like you, you looked your Sunday best yeah. on the golf course. Really? Well, and you can kind of look at it as like, you know, you got your your country club, your country club, like you have the country club mantra with the game of golf of like, hey, this is this is a gentleman's sport. Mm-hmm. Make sure you behave, no shotgun and beers, no doing, no drinking on the course, whatever right. that may be. Okay. And I feel like you start there, and that's like the the top of the top for that that mantra of the game. And then now you look at 2021, things have really fizzled out, but they're still kind of hanging. There's some people that are still hanging on. Yeah, they're at Gaylord Springs in Nashville. Yes. Uh, they're hanging on to the Francis We Met, uh, greatest game ever played. Outfits, uh, attitude, all that kind of stuff. And um, I, I would say give it another 10 years and golf will be like, it'll be like an average man sport. Yeah, which I think it needs to be. I agree. Um, I think that's one thing the movie does super, super well is show what golf was like back then as far as that it was for rich people. Yeah. And I love that it was the two poor kids playing for the championship because like they do a really good job. The opening scene of the movie, what's the guy that plays uh, Stannis Baratheon's name, the actor? Because he plays, what is the character's name? Uh, Var- Varney? Varden. 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 Yep. Harry Varden. Harry Varden. Harry Varden. Yep. He's the kid in the opening scene that's getting his house gets bought because they're yes. going to put a golf course on top of yes. it. Yes. Okay. And it's all that. the rich, snooty people. He's <laughs> a poor, broke kid. Okay. And then he comes and becomes one of the best golfers in the entire world. Yep. And also, Francis, we met, he obviously doesn't come from like rich beginnings. Yeah. And it's cool that those are the two battling for it in this rich, snooty man's sport. Yep. No, I At like that. Feast for that period, anyway. It's just yeah. a rich person, snooty guy sport. So there's two. You got two stories. You got Harry Harry Varden. You got Francis. We met. It's the same exact story, just portrayed two different times. Yes. Poor kid, growing up, gets into golf, mm-hmm. gets good, right? Um, yeah. Some of the other one of the other things that uh, I had noticed is they used globs of sand for tees. Yeah. Yeah. So Eddie would tee the ball up for Francis. Yeah. And he would like the first time, uh, the first time he went to tee it up, he like tripped and like f- the sand went all over the, the tee box, went to get another one. And it's like a, you know, it's like building a sand castle. Yep. Just plops it right on there, puts the ball on top. We should maybe try that one time. Get like what a little, we're going to get some, Oh, uh, we can get like the divot, the whole sand. That's yeah. what, that's yeah. what they were using. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah they were using the, the divot sand, but you get like one of those little plastic, uh, ketchup, cups yep. that you get at like yep. McDonald's or whatever. That's exactly what they were using. It did look like just a sand castle that they just put on the tea box and yeah. hit off of that. Well, at that point, you don't need to buy teas anymore. Right. Unless when, you find them. And when did that change the tea box? <laughs> it is. You're just spreading that that's, out over the tea box. That's a good question. I don't know. Who who invented the tea? I bet you that guy looked weird. Like all the people with sand castle, like look at this idiot with this weird yeah. sliver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was, that was cool. Um, also, Eddie... 
love Eddie. He's the goat. He's the best character in the movie. He is the... I didn't know what to think when him and his older brother came up and uh, Francis was looking for a caddy. It could have went one of two ways. It went the exact way it should have. Yes. Eddie becomes the, becomes a caddy. Um, one of his one of his lines that I wrote down was, uh, "Read it, roll it, and hole it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what like better that. advice could I you like give? It. Yeah. Fucking read it, roll it, and hole it. I realized after watching that movie that kids are just dumber now. I feel like like <laughs> what what kid is going to be competent enough to just pick up this bag and know to motivate the person when they're feeling down? He was good at just reading the room, and. Um, that was one of my notes that they just seemed real. They just seemed really smart for how old they were. Yeah, kids Either these that days kids are just dumb now. Kids these days, it's their brains this, are melted by memes. Yeah, book face and Instagram, <laughs> yeah. and you know, the kid was skipping school to caddy at the U.S. Open. Respect. Absolutely, he already, he already knew what he needed to know. How about the fact that the U.S. Open is just in this random town <laughs> with almost no coverage whatsoever? Yeah, and the security's so lax that this kid can just sneak onto the course. Oh yeah, and it just happens to be right across from Francis's house. Yeah, it's <laughs> in his driveway. And also, okay, it was it was so apparent. You knew when something good was going to happen when the scene cut to his mom on the on the porch, yep. like listening for noise to see seeing what's happened. She's either like uh, skinning potatoes or doing something like that. You <laughs> knew Francis was going to make a good shot based off of that scene. Oh, except for the the rain. She wasn't on the porch skinning potatoes and the yes. absurd amount of rain in this movie. Yeah. yeah, can you imagine the water bill on that set? Unbelievable. It rained for like seemed like. 30 straight minutes of movie. Hundreds of thousands of gallons of water had to have been used. And it wasn't like normal ass movie rain. No. <laughs> it was just like, let's get five gallon buckets. Yeah. And just continuously dump them. Yeah. That's completely underwater. <laughs> one, yeah. one regular drop of rain was equivalent to a five gallon bucket in yes. the greatest game ever played. Yes. Um, um, honestly, though, when it came down to the final game, I wanted Varden to win. Why? Because he, to me, was a better underdog story. Like, I get it that right. Francis is also this poor kid that uh, is the first amateur or whatever, but Varden would have been a more complete revenge type story because he started out in Scotland or wherever it was, the poor kid who gets his house bulldozed over so they can build a country club and there's these rich assholes that are talking shit to him. He's already conquered that area. Yep. He's the best golfer there. He's got revenge on them. He comes over to America and it's another repeat. It's these rich assholes who do not want him to win, but they respect him because of his golf game and they don't realize that he was once just like Francis. Yeah. So it would have been a complete... And he, he retired. He should win that game and retire right after. Yeah. But then them setting it up with Francis when as a young kid, that, hopping up and uh, getting a quick lesson from, from Varden. I did like that. That yeah. was cool. I think, you know... Obviously, like things come full circle. It's got to end with Francis winning after he got a quick lesson when he was or getting another lesson from Varden or getting another lesson. Yeah, um, I wish there would have been more dialogue after the match. I wish there been more dialogue. Period. True. <laughs> just Very so true. much rainy golf. <laughs> One piece of dialogue that like just blew my mind was who is the the ginger guy, the ginger, the U.S. player. Yeah, he is a dickhead who absolutely just lost his shit. Oh uh, yeah, while he's giving the speech. About yeah. That. yeah, what was wrong with him? He's American. They're trying to portray Americans. We're as, bad. As uh, well, it's like fuck loose re cannons. Relax, dude. 
That was one thing I didn't really like about Francis either. When all the hype around him started happening, he kind of like let it get to his head right away. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, well, Varden would have never let that happen. Right. Yeah. But I couldn't be a bigger fan of Harry Varden. What Varden did let get to his head was the men in the black top hats, Abe Lincoln looking guys. Yeah. Who were those guys? I don't remember. I know who you're talking about. Cody, can you look that up? I bet you they're from from England or wherever he golfed before. Okay. Maybe it was just a flashback to like the people who... uh, Who tore his house down. Okay. I, even after the movie was done, I never looked it up because I want to ask it on here. I have no clue who those people are. And maybe that's because I missed the first 10 minutes Uh, of the movie. Maybe like Legend of Beggar Vance, they are ghosts. Well, they were ghosts and they were technically ghosts. They're ghosts, ghosts. Well, I guess we'll never know unless Cody tells us. Where did this take place again? Does anyone know? Boston. So maybe it was just ghosts of the Civil War. That's kind of what it looked like, to be honest. (laughs) Just no relation to Harry Varden whatsoever. He's just literally seeing ghosts. Yeah. Well, and then the very last scene is like he basically made them all turn to dust and that's when he started playing well. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of cool, but I, I, the black top hats beyond me. Yeah. I think though, that what makes this a better movie is you cut 30 to 40 minutes out of the front half. Well, Tyler, I'm going to call you out on that because yesterday you said you would cut up. You would cut 119 minutes out of that movie, which is how long it was. <laughs> the movie had a budget of $26 million, it says. And they used it Holy all on shit, fucking dude. rain. Used it all on water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the wettest movie. I cannot find who the men were, but I, I honestly assumed it was the people who took his house. Yeah. Bought, okay. Bought the area. Okay. That's fair. Um, I did really like the dynamic between uh, Francis and his dad. Yeah, that was an interesting side plot. I don't think it was necessary, though. Okay. Like, it was just a lot. Yeah. Like, it's a golf movie, and there's not a ton of golf until the the very last third. Yeah, there's not even a ton of practice. Like, the whole montage of Francis being like, hey, you still got got that spot in the U.S. Open Mm -hmm. for me? All right, I'll take it. Gets his two coaches, works on whatever he needs to for about five minutes in the movie, and then he's ready to go. Give me... Give me a little bit more of that and cut out the f- part of the first half. Yeah. And then it's a much more, it's not more complete, but it's a quicker, faster paced movie. Because I was, I remember watching it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> when are they going to golf? Yeah. I um, will be honest. Um, when Francis's dad handed him the $1 bill when they were all celebrating after the win, almost teared up. Yeah. Same, same. Dude. Actually, I got goosebumps. Yeah, dude. Yeah, can you imagine that as a kid? You know, like if he didn't win, he that was basically his last thing. I know it was already supposed to be his last thing before when he didn't mm-hmm. qualify. Yep. But uh, if he didn't win, he probably would have never played golf again. Right. That right. was the and vibe his, that I was getting. His dad would have abandoned him. Yeah. And his dad was just so proud, and it was cool. It was I don't moment. know if his dad was proud as more of he was eating crow. Okay. What do you mean? He's I don't know. Crow. Like he was like, okay, you were right. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry I was an asshole. You were right. I don't think it was like I'm so proud. I bet if he could have his way, he Francis wouldn't be playing golf still. Really? Yeah. That's I didn't take not the vibe that I got. I got like oh shit, I was wrong vibes rather than I'm so proud of you, son vibes. I got the oh shit, I was wrong vibes. Yeah. Yep. I feel like it was a dad trying to save his ass for being a dick. <laughs> yeah, and naturally, yeah, like as okay. as as and his son, he's gonna he's gonna accept that and be like, hey, dad, you know. 
back of his mind, he's like, I was right and you were wrong. Yeah. And I mean, like, I totally understand where dad's coming from. Like, hey, we need to make some fucking money. Quit yeah. golfing. Yeah. That would be an unbelievable position to be in. Having to just like, you graduate high school and then you just have to start working and just putting it all into a jar yep. in your family household. Yep. That'd uh, be tough. Should we do a uh, best supporting character? Yes. And I think... I think it might be unanimous to this room. Well, are you... You can't go with Harry Varden, though. No. Okay. Um, okay I know who you're going to pick, Tyler. Who? The the big, the big fat uh, English guy. No. Oh, dude, Eddie. Okay, okay, that's fair. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, yeah, it's got to okay. be unanimous. He made it. He made it. He was the comedic relief in a lot of the movie. Yep. Yeah, I would agree. I did like the uh, Varden's like partner from yep. wherever he was from. Um, just the big John Daly like dude. Yep. He was fun. Yeah. He, he's close second. Smoking pipes on the uh, <laughs> yeah. on the golf course. We get uh, getting into fights at the bar and. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, I would agree though. Eddie, best supporting character. What like. Oh, at the end of it, it, Eddie just became a multimillionaire. Wow. Yeah. Like towards the end of the movie, it, it like basically put text up on the screen oh, yeah, of yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. where everyone's at now. Yeah. Multimillionaire. I want I don't know what he did. From what? I don't know. We need to we might need to caddying. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Professional caddy. He taught Beggar Vance everything he knows. Read it, roll it, and hold it. <laughs> that should be a shirt. Yeah. Can we make that a shirt? Probably. It's- Think, let's just do it until we get a cease and desist. Okay. Well, we we've crossed that path before, so yeah. We was, we're, we'll Dave Portnoy. It. We'll just throw the cease and desist in the garbage. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I want to hear. How do we usually rate these movies? You just go out, out of 10. 10. We okay. IMDb it. All right. I want to... Uh, Cody, can you look that up the IMDb score out of 10? But then, don't tell us what it is right away. And then we're going to give our own scores. Tyler, I want you to go first. Uh, 6.9 hot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 6.9. Um, solely for the fact it's a good story. Uh, I just think it was told too slowly. Okay. And the rain is excessive. A lot of rain. And I wanted Varden to win. I know it's a true story, so you can't twist history and make Varden win. So it gets a pass on that. But it was just too much in the front half. Okay. Very slow. Okay. I am going to give it <laughs> hot take. 8 out of 10. Oh, I was also going to say 8. Eight out of ten. Um, but you also know my personality, and I I like the uh, the underdog stories and like yeah. the the inspirational, like let's go get this W. No one expects us to win. You're getting a lot of press for, it and you're just knocking that out and getting the W. That's yeah. my kind of movie right there. I mean, it was a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It just wasn't really that well done. Would I watch it again? You Maybe got, one time. You but got that's six it. hours of your life to just sacrifice. <laughs> um, I probably would maybe watch it one more time, but other than that, I, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Um, I did rent it. I didn't buy it, so it's 48 it's, hours is up. It's gone. Also, it's, it's free on what streaming service? It's not free on Prime Video. Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus. No. Um, yeah, every movie that we've picked so far for movie of the month, I've had to pay for Amazon. it. Amazon. <laughs> Why are none of these movies free? I don't know. Well, this one was on Disney Plus. What are we going to do next month? You, I kind of just gave you my Disney Plus login, Ryan. Hey, what did <sighs> IMDb rank time, it? Cody. 7.4. Okay, so we're, we're... We were both six off. Or I was closest. You were closest. I was five off. Cody was going to give it an 8 out of 10. I was also going to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Not bad. 7.4 out of 10 is... It's, this has got to be the best movie we've watched so far. 
No, we beg, we gave Beggar Vance higher. Oh, we did. You didn't. I did. Okay. Uh, but average score, I bet you mine kind of drags it down. Okay. It might be pretty damn close, actually. Because I gave Beggar Vance, I think, a 7.8. Okay. And I think you guys are pretty similar to me. Might be pretty close. Oh, but we also had those other guys from Never Seen It podcast yep. rank Beggar Vance. <sighs> the, we'll data, to, the data is skewed. Yeah, we'll have to look into it. I I think this is the best movie that I've watched personally. I would agree. Auto, it's my favorite golf movie so yeah. far. What uh, what Lame. movie are we going to watch next? Um, I don't know. Did we have one? I can't remember what it was. Um, Tin Cup, Greatest Game Ever Played, Legend of Beggar Vance, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. There's Tom no Fish. shot in hell we're watching Caddyshack Ever too. Again. Um... I'm not sure. We'll have to ponder that one a little bit. It's uh, not Happy Gilmore time. No, it's not. That, that's going to be... There's a golf movie from 2011. What's it called? Seven Days in Utopia. That's a golf movie? I guess. I'm not paying money to watch that. Luke Chisholm is a <laughs> young golfer who's Disney about Plus. to take a swing at a at the big time. Luke, however, has a big blow that makes national news, drives away his father, and seemingly scuttles his once promising career. While driving along a Texas back road, Luke crashes through the fence of eccentric rancher Johnny Crawford. Johnny makes Luke an irresistible offer. Spend a week with him in the tiny town of Utopia and see if Luke can change his life. Okay. Let me ask this question. It's the same guy from from uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> the Asian guy? No, the main the dude from Texas. Cowboy guy? From Friday Night Lights, the quarterback. No shit? Yeah. There's a lot of golf movies. Holy shit. Um all the there's this common theme with all these golf movies. It's like dads absolute, hate them. Yeah, dads hate them and absolute turmoil going on with the main character. They there's I mean, obviously that's just part of a movie like ebbs and flows, whatever. What? There's a horror horror movie with the same type of artwork as Jaws. It's a golf horror movie called Blades. Oh my gosh. We should maybe do that one. <laughs> a peaceful country club becomes the hunting ground for a demonically possessed lawnmower with a taste for human flesh. Okay. We're going to watch that one. Picture this. It's we, called Blades. Can we just watch, since this one is going to be just stupid, can we watch this one in the streaming room? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we need to start doing that. We need to start watching it watching together. Watching together. Yeah. Um. I pause a lot to take notes, so. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I take this seriously, except for this week. <laughs> I think we need to watch Blades next. Okay, Blades it is. Just to see came how... Came out in 1989. Holy shit. It, well, wow. Caddyshack came out in the 70s, didn't it? Yeah, but this is a horror movie about a demonically possessed lawnmower. I kind of want. I'm kind of intrigued now. I'm kind of. Cody does not want to watch it. I know. I whatever. Okay. Well, we are going to decide which movie we're going to watch next here in the next few days. Yeah, let's just do Blades. Let's just say right now we're watching Blades. April movie of the month. It's going to be last week in April. We're watching Blades. Demonically, uh, what do you call them? Demonically what? Uh, demonically possessed lawnmower. Out <sighs> I for, like that. Out for blood. We're uh, Now we're, we're transitioning from the U.S. Open champ to uh, the Greenskeeper. If Eddie's not in this movie, I'm not watching it. Yeah, we're going to turn it off right away. <sighs> um, all right. Blades movie of the month, April. Go watch it when you can. This is going to be an interesting one. We're going to take another quick break. And then uh, Tyler... We're going to wrap up. Uh, what were we going to wrap up again with? 
segment three? Ah, uh, we'll let them know in the like point seven seconds. Okay, take a quick break. Okay, Ryan. Literally every single country artist we ran into in Nashville, all they do when they're not writing or recording music or drinking at a local bar is golf. So are you potentially saying that we could be a country music duo? Like yeah. we just might not know it yet. Right. So if we just if we just get our heads out of our asses and we stop fucking printing t-shirts and making <laughs> content and we just start writing music, we're basically every country artist. We like drinking at local bars. Yes. We like country music. Yes. We like to golf. Yeah, that's three of the four things you need. What's the fourth? What's the fourth? We, um, musical talent uh, <laughs> of any kind. That one we're lacking. Unless the music is really loud and I can't hear myself singing it, it sounds like I am sound exactly like the artist. So here's the thing. I've learned there's lots of avenues that we can get into country music. We could be songwriters. You don't need to be able to sing. You just... The one songwriter we met, his name is Rocky Block. Okay. Great songwriter. Name. <laughs> I love that. But he just kept going. Like he'd sing like some words. Like... Like hit the hit the six really, and then the other guy, the singer, would sing the lyrics. Okay, so he would just get the tempo down and like help them like where they were gonna change the notes in the songs, and then he would come up with a lyric, and then the other guy would sing that lyric. Okay, wow, I kind of like that. It was sweet. And then there's this there was this guy. So we we wrote. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything. So this there's an asterisk next to this statement. Uh, we were like writing music with Fillmore writing music um but there was this like nerd from like a spy movie you know like there's always the guy at the desk okay. the hacker like, yeah the, the hacker. hacker yeah he had a weird like this kind of mouse and his other hand on his keyboard just just fucking <laughs> going to town while all this was happening and i was like was he hacking the mainframe what is this guy doing <laughs> right like i know he's the producer but like what is he doing and then when we finished everything he hits play and it's this perfectly flushed out track with all the instruments, the Jesus. perfect tempo. And then Fillmore just recorded his voice into it. And it was, it was unbelievable. No shit. Yeah. Um, I need to get a new mouse. Yeah. His <laughs> mouse is just, that's it, where, that's where your whole focus <laughs> was that this talent is in the mouse. It is. It's the, er, it's like the ergonomics <laughs> mouse. Yeah. So we uh, just need to like, we, there's many ways we can get into this just to be country stars. We could be songwriters or we could be music hackers. Or we could be uh we could be um managers. Yeah. Um all the labels in Nashville think I'm Miles's manager. Why is that? Because I scheduled everything. Okay. And they would ask me where we were or what we were doing or where the content goes. In all fairness, you kind of are. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. you kinda of were on that trip. Yeah. Someone's gotta do it. It's kinda of neat. I have people from Sony Music's number. Not to brag. Not to fucking brag. Put it on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Here, all everybody. right, we'll put it up on the screen. Why Why do you think all of these guys... Well, okay, here's my theory. All these guys are golfers because, again, it's one of the sports that you can literally just go out and play. You yeah. can't just go out and play five-on-five five after watching the NBA Finals. You can't just go out and play 11-on-11 11 11 after watching the Super mm -hmm. Bowl. You can watch the U.S. Open. You can watch any golf movie. You can watch whatever it has to do with golf and go play it yep. immediately. Um, yeah, and they all really like golf. Um, Ernest is a huge golfer. We we chatted with Hardy, which will be on You Bet Your Radio today. Nice. Um, about his hole-in-one. Yes, that was not too long ago. Yep, last week, Hardy shot a hole-in-one playing out of his buddy's bag. Yes. Nice. They're, they're both lefties, and so he borrowed his buddy's nine iron on a nice. par three, hits a hole-in-one, 
and his buddy gave him the nine iron. No shit. Really? Yep. That's kind of sweet. Do yep. you, did he buy the clubhouse around? Um, yeah, no. Um, so he was about to, he like went back to the clubhouse, but there was like an unusual amount of carts. So he went up to the guy and he's like, Hey, I'd like to buy around for everybody. I got a hole in one. And he's like, it's like a church group here tonight. They all play on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Whoops. He's like, okay, see you later. Yeah. Um, but he and his Not friend. Not the right crowd. Yeah. He and his friend shotgun to beer. That's dope, dude. Yeah. Um, he w- he also played around with the with the four play guys. Yep. And that um, was like Darius Rucker, Morgan oh, Wallen, and that crew. Uh, Jake Owen. Yep. Jake Owen. Yeah. Um, that's another thing too. They all golf, but they're all good. Yeah. Really. Ernest is the bad one out of the out of the lot, and he's the same level as you. Really. Yeah. I'd like to go head to head with Ernest. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> you would like to go head to head with anybody. <laughs> yeah, basically. Tiger Woods shows up, you're like, fuck you, Twig. <laughs> yeah, I'll go head to head with it. It doesn't matter. Uh, um, yeah, so I think that we'd fit in good there. I just I'll become a music hacker and you become a songwriter and music hacker. <laughs> that's his official title. <laughs> uh, I gotta get the right mouse though. And yeah, a, and a louder yeah. keyboard. Yeah. Yep. So I think what we need to do is we we need to take a trip down to Nashville. We need to hit that course again. Yes. Um, and then we need to maybe see if Ernest wants to get around in. Yeah, we'll swamp him. Yes. Uh, well, how about we do a we'll do a scramble? You and me versus Ernest and Hardy. Deal. Do her Hardy's a scratch golfer. He's good. He's not that good. I watch him play. He's good. Uh, but he's not. He's not like. He, he's. I don't think he's a scratch golfer. He's good. I get that he's good. He's good, Ryan. But. Tyler. He's not even here. You quit, can't quit comparing yourself. He's good. You can't count us out of anything. You can, especially in a scramble. We'll be. We'll. So what we'll do is we'll just keep buying them drinks. Yeah. We will get them shit. That's the strategy. <sighs> Tyler, you got to get everybody need, else way drunker than you are. Yes. And then you seem better, and you're still having fun. I think Cody should be our music hacker. He could be. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I would do that. I'll, yeah, music, I'll hack some music. Okay. I've got a little little experience with some production. Okay. Yeah. All we right. we need to make this happen. We do. We got to get Hardy and Ernest on the course. We got to go 2v2. That would be sweet. Um, if not, just like on a simulator or something, if they're like <laughs> tour here in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if that, because I think they're coming to Fargo in the winter. Okay. So. Nice. Oh, great time to come to Fargo. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Be- beautiful city, beautiful state in the wintertime. <laughs> What's us? Uh, we haven't really said anything about the content spot here. Are we doing that on breakfast ball promoting that at all is that done with oh, oh the submission yeah. period's over yes it is over. it is over okay. sorry just kidding yep it yep. wasn't very clear yeah was actually there? it's probably open right now so if there's any last minute people that want to get into it i guarantee you miles hasn't closed it no, so there's no shot <laughs> try to sneak one in that's a hot tip for me um, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so uh long story short we're looking for another content producer uh, not yeah, not, not producer, producer like creator. creator. Another Miles. Yeah, like yeah. obviously those are big shoes to fill, but we want someone in front of the camera, someone who can just be entertaining, because um, we want to diversify content. You know, uh, we don't care what your shtick is, we don't care like what you want to do or what you think is funny. If you are entertaining to anybody, we want you to apply for this thing. So uh, we'll groom you. Yeah, there's a link on a video for the on the you betcha the main page. Uh, Miles announced the that we're hiring. Uh, it says we are hiring at the top. Yes. You won't miss it. You will not miss it. Um, follow that link. Do it freaking quick, though, because I'm pretty sure it's still open. And even though it's not supposed to be. Was it only a one week thing then? Yeah, it's supposed oh. to close Monday, but gotcha. we got stuck in Chicago. Yep. Gotcha. There's no way you close cool. it. No, not a chance in hell. <sighs> All right, Tyler. 
not only am I looking forward to Pine to Palm, which we got to get that figured out. I'm also looking forward to the two v two scramble. <laughs> it's gonna be electric. We're gonna we'll make it happen. We will. If not this year, then next year. Um, but guys, thanks again for listening into episode twenty six. Twenty four. Twenty six. We're all over. Twenty six. The somewhere in the middle of twenty. I have it written down as twenty four. It is twenty six. Okay. Episode twenty six is in the books. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Remember, next movie of the month is Blades. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're changing up the dynamic of this movie. A Not little the bit. Vampire Hunter Blade. No, uh, Blade Slinger. Guns. Uh, uh, what's what's Billy Bob Thornton movie? Uh, Bad Santa. No, 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 no. no. Sling, the, Sling Blade. Sling Blade. Don't do it. I no. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is episode 2426. (laughs) Hell, that's a breakfast ball.